Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast is created for hungry entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, personal development resources, and actionable tips. Now for your host, Jason Wright. What is going on, everybody? This is episode number 79, Living the Life That You Were Meant To, with Amy Teasdale. Here we are at another episode, another week, another opportunity. Today's random story is going to be about something that happened to me, but it can be geared towards anybody listening. So you hear us talk about coaching a lot on here. I do some startup coaching, and I have a lot of guests that are coaches coaches as well. And I think coaching is a, a very important test for something, especially if you're a coach as well. And here's what I mean by that. And this is going to equate very nicely into any service offering that you may have for your business. So say you have a service or you're a coach and, and you offer your services and you have a, let's say you have an hourly rate, okay? Just for the sake of this intro, let's pretend you have an hourly rate. And when you charge people that, ask yourself this question, would you pay that rate yourself? Okay. I'm going to take that a step further and be honest with yourself. Nobody can hear you, but, but you, but be honest with yourself. Would you pay that yourself? And have you paid that yourself? Have you paid somebody else for a service or a coaching session that is ex- as expensive as yours or more so? Kind of an interesting thought, isn't it? If I charge $10 an hour to coach and I'm only willing to pay somebody else $5 an hour, does that really make sense? Is that really doing business with integrity? Does that really make you a good coach if you tell people to do things that you don't do yourself? Just something to think about. So I had a situation this week where I needed some very specialized coaching or consulting advice. And what I was looking for wasn't, you know, it's not something that a lot of people I know or very, pretty much anybody I know has except one particular person. So I went to him and said, hey, I need to, I need to talk to you for a little while about this stuff. So the rate to, to do it was high, higher than I've ever charged anybody. But I thought, you know what, it's a perfect opportunity for me to do what I just told you guys about. So I did it, felt like it was worth my money and time well spent, and then off I go. I got the knowledge I needed. I got some questions answered I needed that I wasn't going to be able to figure out on my own, and off we go. So a little different, probably more of a consulting session than a coaching session, honestly, but same principle applies. So here's my takeaway for you. If you offer coaching or you offer service, do you, would, would you pay for it yourself? And it better be yes. If you say, no, we've got a problem, my friends, we've got a serious problem, now, here's a bigger test. Have you paid as much as you charge other people or more yourself? And it's interesting. And if you haven't, I challenge you. I challenge you. I'm talking directly to you. I challenge you to do so because it'll change you. It'll change your perspective. And it makes you more ingrained with what you do. You get intertwined. You get it all up in your, your being and your vibe and your aura. And that's all good stuff. So believe it or not, we actually have a guest this week. And it's not just me talking the whole show. Probably a good thing for you. Guest this week's incredible. All of them are. Uh, I'm going to be talking to Amy Teasdale, and uh, let's dive in and see what Amy and I spoke about. 
What's happening, everybody? I've got another great guest with me this week. I've got Amy Teasdale. Let me tell you what I know about her. She is a life coach, a speaker, and an entrepreneur. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be talking to you. Absolutely. No problem at all. So tell us how you got started with the life coaching and why startups need this. Sure. Um, so how I got started with the life coaching, um, I would say at about the age of 21, 22, I was quite fortunate to have an existential crisis when I was sat in an office Monday to Friday, nine to five, and just kind of realizing that this kind of work life was not going to be for me and really figured that I wanted to have my own business, work for myself, have the autonomy. And um, I looked into basically what was going to be my skills, what my strengths, what is it that I could offer through business. And I'd got a huge passion for psychology and personal development. And um, I'd studied psychology for my undergrad degree. And so I just it was just obvious that life coaching was going to be the thing for me, basically. So uh, a few years ago, I uh, basically signed up for a life coaching diploma. So I took uh, formal education, but I had a part-time job at the time. So I had a part-time job whilst, um, whilst I was studying for that. And then once the, uh, once I'd finished the studies, I then started my business, uh, again, alongside having my part-time job. Uh, and then about eight months after I started the business, I was kind of successful enough to be able to quit my part-time job and go fully self-employed. So that's how, that's kind of how my journey started really um yeah, yeah go on. i was gonna say very very nice yeah yeah so let me ask you you know i, I talked to a lot of startups that that try to avoid coaching try to avoid mm -hmm. mentorship uh, yeah. they, they just try to do their own thing and mm. is this something you see a lot of me is this kind of the same mistake that that i'm seeing you're saying yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, especially when you're sort of starting up and you're on a budget and, you know, having coaching or having mentoring, it can quite easily fall down the list of priorities and not be seen as something essential. But for me, in my view, I think it should be at the top of people's list of priorities. I mean, I know from my own experience of building my own business that it's just not something that you can do by yourself and especially if it's something that you haven't done before and you're building a business for the first time it's it's really really important to have support from people and uh to have somebody there to sort of guide you or support you um both in terms of business coaching side of things in terms of helping you figure out how to make the business successful but also in terms of the emotional side of things really i mean obviously you know i'm a life coach and uh the journey of entrepreneurship is it can be a bit of a roller coaster sometimes there's lots of challenges it can be up and down and so just being able to to manage oneself through the process of starting a business as well is hugely hugely important and i've i've worked with coaches uh, you know ever since the beginning whilst whilst growing my business different types of coaches to to get me to where i am yeah very very nice well i i, I feel like there's a lot of uh misconceptions about coaching and I used to have the the same misconceptions myself I think it was mm -hmm. ignorance really for the lack of a, a better word there's nothing I did wrong mm -hmm. I just didn't know but what do you see as the the biggest misunderstanding um that you hear about life coaching you, you know mm. through the eyes of a new entrepreneur mm. uh, misunderstanding about life coaching I think 
I think there's just a bit of a taboo around it in terms of seeing it as needing some kind of help and seeing that as a bad thing almost. Um, it, it can sometimes be construed as therapy uh, along those kind of lines and I think for that reason some people feel a little bit like oh yeah you know I don't really want to go down that route but actually coaching itself is a very uh, positive uh, form of support in that it's all about helping good people become better it's all about helping people to get to where they want to in life and helping people to achieve their goals helping people to become the person they want to be and you know I, I liken life coaching to have a personal trainer at the gym if you have goals in terms of fitness or weight loss you know the best and most effective way to do that is to work with a personal trainer because you're not you might not be an expert in exercise or nutrition or whatever and getting a coach is just the same but for life or for business or whatever it is you're you're working on it's having somebody having an expert there to professionally guide you to where you want to be yeah i definitely couldn't agree more i mean you think about the the athletes at the peak of their game and the mm. different respective leagues. I mean, all of them have coaches. You know, in basketball, mm. there's strength and shooting and skills, and in golf, mm. there's swing coaches and caddies and and everything. Mm. You know, nobody who does anything great does so alone. So it's a, absolutely, it's yeah, a great absolutely. Point. And that's and that's where coaching originated from. It originated from sports and athletes, and again, not necessarily just for the technical aspects of how to how to perform best at their sport but a lot in terms of the mindset as well in terms of having the right mindset and beliefs in oneself in order to win the game and it's it's transitioned very nicely over into life and to business as well and this is kind of off the notes but you got me thinking i'm a big fan of, of coaching and personal development as well I feel like a lot of startups kind of neglect that personal development mm. thing. Like they don't take it seriously. Mm. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, I'm not a reader. You know, that's not my thing. Mm. Or what? What do you say to that? What do you say to people that are, are kind of ignoring that personal development mm. aspect of things? Yeah, I truly, hands down, believe that the most important thing in anybody's success, especially in business, is yourself. It's, it's you. It's not necessarily about getting the right marketing. It's not necessarily about getting the right team around you or, you know, all the, all the sort of technical or logistical aspects. The, there's something even more fundamental than that, and that is managing oneself because, because all of your success is contingent on who you're being and how you're thinking about things and how you're acting and, you know, whether you're persevering through the hard times, whether you're and able to effectively engage with people and to get people to contribute towards your dream and help make it happen. It all comes down to mindset and, and who you're being. So um, I really do think that it's the most crucial thing that everybody should be looking at it but like you said a lot of people do ignore it and people are unfortunately are always looking for the answers out there they're always looking for solutions outside themselves or looking for tactics or strategies or whatever when actually we should really be looking on the inside and looking to see how we're creating our reality and our success and what's going on around us you know it's interesting is uh I don't think you knew this, but some of my corporate background was in human resources, about eight years mm. worth. And I've always been fascinated by kind of the mindset piece of an individual. Mm. 
And especially when you take, you know, 10 different people and you put them in the same situation and you get 10 mm. completely different perspectives. <laughs> yeah. Everything from this is terrible on one extreme to the other extreme is, hey, I see an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just it never ceases to amaze me. You know, every time I read a book or listen to a podcast or something personal development wise, it always is amazing to me just when you hear stories of great success how mm. how it really comes down to the mind and it's just it's mm. such a powerful thing good or bad you know yeah 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 absolutely so if if somebody's listening and they're kind of in that startup phase say they're you know 0 to 3 years in business to be anywhere mm-hmm. in there and they're mm-hmm. kind of saying to themselves you know what maybe i need to look into this mm. is there a certain time frame that you think mm-hmm. that somebody should wait for or should people get involved right away when starting business Oh, I think the earlier somebody can start working with a coach, um, the better, really. It's, uh, I've started working with a coach pretty much from day one, essentially. Um, I think uh, I think it's important to find the right coach, so uh, maybe taking some time to make sure that uh, you do have a good fit with the coach that you sort of work with, and not just go with any old coach that you know, just happens to come along. So uh, definitely finding somebody that you have a good rapport with, somebody that you feel uh, you have similar values with. But yeah, soon, you know, the earlier you can uh, you can start working with somebody, you just have to consider it to be an investment, essentially, like coming back to the money point, you know, we might we might think, oh, God, but it's such a huge cost or whatever. But it's, it's not really a cost, it's an investment. Uh, it's an investment in yourself. And it's an investment in your business. And if you if you work, with somebody that you that you get on really well with and have a good rapport with and somebody that can really help you then that investment will definitely pay its returns yeah absolutely i agree with you you know it's interesting you mentioned um kind of about fit you know Mm. how hard is it to to find somebody that's really really a good fit for what you do i mean i know it's kind of like Mm. i guess any relationship really you you really want to make sure that there's um almost a a professional chemistry if you will Mm. Um, yeah. What does that process look like for kind of exploring that and figuring out if that's good or bad? Mm. It's it's interesting because um, I, it's a little bit like dating in a way. It's it's or you, you're searching for something that's, <laughs> that's something that's really important. Like you can spend a bit of time looking, and you you might come across people, and you might think, oh, is this the one? Is it not? But when you meet the right person, you just know. Um, and so, like you know, one of the coaches that I've worked with in the past. She she was doing a podcast recording herself, and I just uh, I happened to receive an email. I clicked her name, and I saw her website, and it was just perfect for what I was looking for. It just completely described the situation I was in at the time, and what I what I was experiencing and what I was looking for. And I just messaged her straight away, and and within like a week or two weeks, we'd signed to work together. Um, but there are there are lots of different ways that you can come across that person it might be through the internet you know we've obviously got great resources now where you can there are online directories where you can look for people it might be serendipitously like you know you might accidentally come across somebody that like I did with my previous coach you know it was just on a marketing email that I received 
one way that I put myself out there is through running workshops. And so people come along to the workshop and they, they learn something new that evening and, and have a great evening and they get to know me that way. And obviously I'll share quite a bit about my personal story and my journey. And, you know, some people like it, some people don't, but the ones that do are the ones that follow up and get in touch with me. So the main thing is just to, to look really and have a look in, in different places and, and really try to have a look at uh, have a look at what it is they're saying and what what it what they're what they really help with. There's, I'm pretty sure there's a life coach or a coach out there that can that will that will fit your situation and, and where you're at basically. And and you'll when you meet that person or find that person, you'll just know. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think that's great advice. Okay, this is kind of a random dumb question I thought of, but can mm-hmm. you imagine trying to do all this 30 years ago with no no technology at all? <laughs> oh, um, no, not really. I think, especially because of my age, um, I I don't really remember life without um, all this technology and internet. The, the technology and the internet was kind of just coming into households when I was sort of a young kid and growing up. So I I can't imagine it at all. <laughs> no, I'm there with you. I mean, I, I think you and I both rely on Skype or something similar pretty heavily for different things, yeah. and yeah, it would change everything. You know? Yeah. I Absolutely. And especially like for me, because one of my goals with the business is for it to be mostly online so that I can be location independent. And I'd say I'm pretty much like 85% of the way there uh, right now. There are some things which require me to be in London uh, where I am right now um, from time to time. Uh, I'm just trying to shift those, shift it to be as online as much as possible, which is, uh, you know, a great thing with, as you said, the, the time that we're at, that I've got the ability to do that. Absolutely. And so I guess the beauty of where you are, I mean, you can work with people all over the U.S. and even um, further east of you there. I mean, you're in a good spot for that. So I do the same thing. I try to make everything location independent because, you know, I'm in Indiana now and I may not necessarily want to be in Indiana my whole life, but I don't Mm. want to, uh, you know, have to break everything down and, uh, you know, like a brick and mortar business would. I want to be able Mm. to just kind of move around as, as as I want to. So yeah. I think that's the way to go. Yeah. So what are the three biggest advantages of somebody working with you? How do you sell yourself against the other life coaches out there? Well, it's interesting because I, I don't really consider it that I have to sell myself, <clears throat> excuse me, against other life coaches um, in the sense that I'm I'm unique. Yes, there might be other life coaches, but who I am and my life story and what I stand for is pretty unique. And people will either gel with that, they will resonate with that, or they won't. And like I said before, the people that don't resonate with it, that's fine. And the people that do, then that's great. So all I can really do is be me. And because there's only one version of me, I kind of see it like there's not really competition. I know that's kind of a little bit of a way out of your answer, I suppose, but um, it, it really is about personality. It's really about values. It's really about what we stand for. And what I really stand for in, in my coaching is, first of all, helping the person to become the person they want to be and also helping them to live a life that they love because to me, what my definition of success is that it's not necessarily about how much money you earn or, you know, whether you get to the top of your career ladder or how big the business is that you build or whatever. Success for me is really about 
just making the most out of life and following your passion, following your heart and enjoying the journey. And, and as I said before, it's about being the person that you want to be. And that, that to me is success. And that's what I, that's what I help my clients to achieve. Um, uh, and especially I do this by looking at, as we mentioned earlier, looking at mindset, looking at thoughts, looking at our beliefs, looking at what might be mentally holding us back from things and um, and helping people to overcome those barriers. Mm -hmm. I think that's phenomenal the way you answered that. I'm going to give you some compliments here on the spot, um, whether you're ready or not. <laughs> I love it when people are authentic and I love it when you're just like, you know what, this is who I am. If it works great, if not, you know, keep yeah. moving. I mean, you have yeah. to be that way, but what that does is it puts your stamp on everything you do from the yeah. speaking that you do from the coaching that you do and even anything that you write as well. I mean, when you can really yeah. capture who you are, I mean, completely yeah. authentically without fear of judgment, that's where you yeah. shine. Absolutely. It's, and it's so refreshing when you come across somebody who is just genuinely being authentic and genuinely putting themselves out there and just sharing from the heart. Like, you know, a lot of people don't do that or we don't do that enough in society. And this was really proven to me really recently. I've got a mailing list and you know, for, for most of the time, I've been sort of thinking about strategic marketing strategies to the mailing list, thinking strategically about what I can write about, thinking strategically about content and when I should send it and how often I should send it and all that. And um, last week, I just decided to write a blog from the heart based on the situation that I was in at that very moment. It was literally happening right there and then. I sent it within uh, five minutes of me writing it and I got the best response to that email that I've ever received from any email I've ever sent to my mailing list because it was just so raw and authentic and it's and people see it. People know straight away when something's done with that intention as opposed to like just because somebody wants to get a sale out of you. And it, it's, it really pays dividends. You know, it's funny about something you just said. And I love that. I agree with that. And I love that when you just just go with it. You don't overthink like the details mm. and you just roll with it, you know? Yeah. It seems like one of the biggest complaints, and I hear it from people in entrepreneurship and on the outside looking in, but – there's just a real crisis of authenticity. There's so many people that are just mm -hmm. kind of spammy and, you know, everybody's got a list and everybody's mm -hmm. a coach and everybody's got a system. And, there, and there's a right and a wrong way to do things. And I think we're mm -hmm. both discussing the right ways to do it. But there seems to be just people in general are just overwhelmed by all the, the stuff mm -hmm. that's not in the lane that we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably where technology can sometimes be a little bit of a bad thing, because certainly with social media, we get so bombarded now with adverts and um, seeing other people's success that it can sometimes lead us to feeling that we're not uh, achieving all that we could be. I know that for quite a while, my Facebook feed was full of adverts where it was like the seven steps to living the best life ever and the three things you need to do to earn $10,000 a month every month and things like that. And it's just like oh you know and it can it can sort of make you start to feel oh my god where am I going wrong why am I not doing this or whatever and um you know I've just turned most of them off now and ignore them <laughs> no that's good because it's funny I I, I don't unfriend people on Facebook on the personal side but mm -hmm. I unfollow a lot of people like a mm -hmm. lot of people if yeah. I don't see value you know I, I just I yeah. don't want to look at it 
And, you know, with my business, I try to just put value out there. I try to say, you know what, how's this going to help somebody? So I I try to use that check. But one thing I really want to emphasize, I guess, with the people listening is social media gives us a snapshot of the the illusion of success. Mm, mm. You you get the highlight reel and you get the exaggeration in some ways of people's lives. And, yeah. you know, don't spend too much time comparing yourself. That's all I'll yeah, say. Because at the end of the day, the only thing we post on Facebook is when we're lying on a beach somewhere or when we've achieved something successful or when something's going great, when something's going wrong in our lives, we don't tend to publicize that on Facebook. So, but that's not a representation of life at all, you know? It's not, not at all. So that's a little bit of a curveball for you. Um, I know you do a lot of speaking. I was seeing mm. that you had some sold out gigs and things. I said, man, she mm-hmm. must be really good. So <laughs> how does somebody get into speaking and what has that done for your business to this point? Mm. Yeah, well, uh, I how I got into it is basically creating my own workshop. So I have a workshop looking at emotional intelligence. And then I also created a workshop about confidence, which comes back to what you just said a few moments ago about creating value and putting value out there. And again, the workshop's were were for exactly that intention it was for me to be able to wrap up my knowledge and and actually help people so that you know I deliver the workshop and I'm super happy if when I see the feedback forms and people say how much they've learned or what they've taken away from it stuff like that so I created the workshops and um I basically just found different venues across uh, London, the city that I'm in at the moment, and um, and said, hey, I've got this workshop. You run events for your members. Would you be interested in having me in? And they were like, yeah, great. So so that's been really, really successful for me so far. Um, and it, it's also a great marketing strategy as well because, again, coming back to the point that it gets people – it gives people an opportunity to meet you in person and to find out what you're about and find out – uh, how you can help them and understand your expertise and, and things like that. So that's that's great. Um, and then there've just been a few other opportunities come up. I think uh, sometimes people have seen me in the audience and then come up to me and said, "Hey, I run this uh, membership group. You know, we'd love to have you in for that." And it just kind of escalates from there. And then, um, you know, I, I think the I think a great thing as well is. Um, basically stating your intention you know if you want to get into speaking tell people that you're a speaker and then opportunities will come your way so for example one of my very first paid speaking opportunities was through a friend of mine who uh, a friend of his was looking for a professional speaker and it just so happened to be on the topic that I was um, that I would be uh, comfortable talking about and he connected us and away you go but if I hadn't put it out there to the world and said I'm a life coach and a speaker, then people wouldn't have known. Um, you know, you have to put yourself out there and, and tell people what you're up to. Tell people what you're doing. And that is so important. You know, a lot of times people say, well, I, I want to speak, but I'm not there yet. Well, when mm. are you, you going to be there? You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Just, at some absolutely. point, you just got to go for it and say, this is what I am. And I find that even if you're 10 or 15% better than the average mm-hmm. person in a lot of ways or have that much more knowledge, uh, you can almost become that expert in a lot of areas, yeah, and it, it's really absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. I think, to be honest, that has been one of my – I think that's been one of the reasons why I've been as so successful so quickly because I've known from sort of starting the business in day one that that what would make me successful is putting myself out there. You know, I didn't 
I didn't wait. I think within sort of, I don't know, a couple of months of me qualifying as a life coach. And even before then, I was introducing myself as a life coach. I was saying I already am a life coach. You know, it was about stepping into the the person that I wanted to be rather than waiting for it to happen, you know, because otherwise it, it just wasn't. You really just have to put yourself out there and, and learn and iterate and grow and change along the way rather than waiting for perfect and waiting to be ready because it will never happen that way. Yep, I agree. Well, Amy, what's next for you and your business? Uh, next for me in my business is just to continue working with great clients, to be honest. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy when I work with clients that I get – really good energy with you know quite often my clients inspire me as much as I inspire them uh, so just continue to to find more people to work with really and then uh, like I said it's um I really want to focus more on um creating more business through online rather than offline so that I can be more location independent I I have dreams of being on a beach somewhere whilst I'm working with my clients at, you know and uh, just skyping home and you know helping them to change their life or to grow their business or whatever it is so um so so yeah, it's just it's just carry on doing more of what I love, essentially. Awesome, very very cool. Well, I understand you have a, a free offer for the audience today. Um, yes. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I will do. So the free it's a free download. Uh, it's the template called the Love Life Plan, and basically where this came from was uh, basically something I created about five years ago. Uh, it was it was a point in my life when I'd just come out of a long term relationship, and uh, when that relationship ended, I, I kind of really felt like I didn't actually have much going on in my own life other than relationships. So it kind of felt like the relationship was everything, and I thought I don't want my life to be this way. And also, I just recently moved to London and I'd started meeting people that were doing all sorts of like really awesome things and I was like wow I want to be doing stuff like that and so I created this system the love life plan where I basically split my life into different areas that were important to me and then decided what were my goals what would I want my life to look like in each of those areas and this has basically become a blueprint for my life almost and it's kind of kept me living a rich and fulfilling life, I suppose, and moving towards everything that I want from it and keeping life in balance as well. Uh, and so I've, I've created that into a template which people can download and create for themselves as well. And it guides you through some questions uh, to get you thinking and to, to really help people to start mapping out their own uh, life that they would love as well. So that's, uh, that's available as a free download on my website. Okay, and that URL, everybody, is uh, amyctesdale.com forward slash free help, and then Amy is A-I-M-E-E-C-Teasdale, T-E-E-S-D-A-L-E.com forward slash free help. And we will put that in the show notes, of course, for you as well. Um, how can my audience get in touch with you if they'd like to talk to you more about anything they heard today or even uh, having you coach them? Yeah, sure. Um, best thing to do would just be to go to my website. Uh, you'll find out a lot more about me, my coaching, what I do, my style. And then if uh, if you have any questions, if you're interested in coaching with me, I can help with uh, business and personal life, no matter no matter what it is. Um, you know, whatever you're working towards. If you feel you're sort of holding yourself back in some way, then I can help you get past that and achieve what it is you're working towards. So just hit the contact button and get in touch. We'll take it from there. Awesome. Amy, I appreciate you coming on very, very much. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Take care. Cheers. Thank you. All right. We are back to the show. Amy, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for your time. Amy's awesome. We love Amy. 
All right. If you guys want to check out the show notes to this episode, which I highly, highly recommend, I would check them out at intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 79. And you can see some conversation highlights. You can see some information about Amy that you'll only find there and links to all of her stuff as well. Very, very good stuff. So what is next, guys? I've got a question for y'all listening. What is next for you? What are you working on between now and the end of this year? It doesn't matter. Maybe you listen to this show a year after it's produced. What are you working on the next three or four months in your business that's very, very important, very important to you and to the direction and the future of your company? If the answer is nothing, I challenge you to always keep something in front of you. Always keep something that you're reaching for because when you get idle and you get comfortable, nothing happens. Bad stuff happens. So I, I strongly suggest keep pushing, keep pushing, keep reaching, keep striving, and beautiful things will come for you. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Another great week. You guys enjoy what's coming up for you. We will catch up with you here, same time, same place, next week on the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. See ya. Thanks for listening to Intentionally Inspirational. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or check us out on SoundCloud. To check out all of our resources for your startup business success, visit our website at intentionallyinspirational.com. We look forward to seeing you again next week.